If you like to get it done and not spend more than is necessary to learn anything, this is the podcast for you. It's named after my book, Eight Minutes to Ageless. Just 15 minutes every week, you will learn something cool to make your body better, your life better, your mind better. I share tips from my books, from other great healthcare books, some interviews with people who are making life look easy, and peeks into some case studies I see every day as a chiropractor. I've been a practicing healthcare provider for 40 years and have about another 20 under my belt because I love to see people get well, feel better, have hope, and make life better for those around them. My name is Kelly Pearson, and I'm the host of this podcast. So let's get going. Well, hi there again. This is Kelly Pearson back with you. And we are, as you may recall from last week, exploring drama. Drama, the stuff that keeps us from moving towards the path we really want ahead. Drama is the stuff that stops us, that slows us down or even turns us around, if you will. And last time I talked about addiction and my own personal walk around that issue. And in no particular order, as I've collected these 21 points in terms of what constitutes drama that pulls us backward, that takes us off of our... um, our position where we want to head in the, in life, there's really no way to priority, prioritize these things. So I'm just going to take them in order unless I decide to change my mind, which is, of course, a, a woman's prerogative. But the next one is self-doubt. And you think, oh, self-doubt and drama? But we do create so much drama in our head around not believing in ourselves, about believing in others instead And then, man, in a a heartbeat, we can talk ourselves out of something really extraordinary. So let's let's remind ourselves that we're really made wonderfully. And our abilities are astounding. We only use about 10% of our brain function. And when you take a look at any sports event, you think, oh, my gosh, how these people become so amazing. Well, they do it because they're exploring their resource, they're pushing, and they're not listening to self-doubt in the way that stops many of us. So we're here on this planet Earth, uh, which is so complete with resources, not just what the world itself offers us, but the people in our lives and the ability to ask questions and to get advice and to get training and to get coached. We just have to make our mind up and go for it. We just need to ask the question, what next? What really would I like to experience in life to move my abilities forward? And then wait and listen and then pursue it. But yet, I certainly have been shut down many, many times in my life where I was certain that someone else's belief um, or opinion of me was actually more accurate than my own. And And um, sometimes it was just me making it up entirely. Let me tell you a story. I was one of the, I think the second chiropractor in the country many, many years ago to become involved with a health maintenance organization, otherwise known as an HMO. And I was involved with Group Health Northwest, which was a really cool little HMO, which since has expanded into a much bigger um, company. And at the time, the leadership was extremely open-minded. And as a chiropractor, I was managing initially a department of one that turned into a department of 80 over the time that I was there. So I was asked to be on the leadership team. You can imagine for me as a chiropractor, typically not included in traditional medicine, that was a big deal. I kind of got excited 
about what might be possible if I could actually speak up. And so one day, um, I'd had this fantastic experience in Canada where I could really see how if we did collaborative care differently, we could get some great outcomes. So I, I said to myself, self, you're going to go over to um, Dr. Dutzer's office, who was then the medical director, who's no longer in that in that space, and you're gonna you're gonna tell him about this great idea. It's it's out of the box, but I I I know it has value, and I know it could produce good outcomes for patients. So that was back before you had to make an appointment days in advance to meet with the medical director. And if you're lucky, if you could get a Zoom call for ten minutes, but in this in this case, I could just drive over to admin during my lunch hour, walk into the building, and trample down to the hall to his office. And I was nervous, of course, because here I was coming up with an idea that I think even today would be extraordinary, but it was it was different. And I was getting ready to um, approach his office and I see him through uh, some glass panel and then I, my body moves into, the, into his line of sight as I'm passing the door, uh, uh, slowly getting ready to turn in. And what does he do? He yawns. He yawns. My God. And instantly I did this. Wow. Wow. He is bored with me. He does not like me. He's going to think this idea is stupid. I can't, I, I can't do it. And I, I let self-doubt and fear come over me, wash me over like a big wave. And I, can't, I kind of smiled and waved and walked on, walked around the admin office a second or two and then went back to my car. And I thought, oh my gosh, Kelly. But I, I was kind of pounded with fear and, and self-doubt at the time. So fast forward a year later, I'm now pretty involved in the leadership program and I'm going to the meetings. And afterwards, Jack and I were walking down the hall to his office to discuss another issue. And I said, you know, Jack, I'm really glad you changed your mind about me. And he said, what do you, what do you mean changed your mind about me? I said, remember that time I walked down the hall and, and you saw me and you yawned? He goes, what are, what are you talking about? I said, well, you know, last year he said, Kelly, I had a two-year-old and four-year-old at home. I was probably just tired. And I thought, well, of course, you know, but that's what we do to ourselves. That's when we perceive others looking at us a certain way or moving their bodies in, re in reaction to us in a certain way, you know, it mitigates our comfort zone. Like that was stupid, but it's what I did. And other things like that is it's kind of a believing that someone else's story about you is more accurate than your own story. So, so there's lots and lots of cases where you can see doctors are talking to patients, let's say, who've been diagnosed with a particular kind of cancer, and they proclaim, this is going to be six weeks and you're going to be dead, or three months and you're going to be dead. And lo and behold, if that person is somebody that allows others to define them, they can be almost spot on to the day to the very day, because we are so influenced by the thoughts and ideas of others that we acquiesce. And that, my friends, is also self-doubt. Um, but when you when you find something you wanna do that's super scary, like for me, my brother and I, when I was 21, we went um, and decided to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. And my brother's awesome. He's just a terrific human being. And I was very protective of him. He was five years younger, but I was um, I was in the plane and he he jumped first. And I I mean we were both just paralyzed with fear, but we knew we had to do it. He jumped first, and the 
the the jump master says, "Oh, that doesn't look so good." And of course, I'm ready to throw up. But his, his little his we were doing a static line jump. The little the little tiny parachute that was to pull out his bigger parachute didn't quite pop up properly, but it did, and he landed just fine. But when I when I was sent out there to put my hands on the strut, um, and he says, "Let go." I'm I mean, my body is flapping in the wind like a towel drying in in the summer sun, but in a windy day. And finally, just out of sheer uh, exhaustion, my hands ripped off the strut and away I went. But I'll tell you, I love being that scared, knowing I'm going to be safe. I mean, we've been practicing the jumps. We we knew who who's, who uh, put our shoots in place and that type of thing. And we landed. It was just this tremendous high. And so the, the outcome of the goodness that can happen after the potentiality of the self-doubt, you know, just doesn't even... It doesn't even measure up. So let's let's not not let other people define us. I mean, be prepared. Don't be stupid. Uh, make some decisions on your own. And when you when you do that, honor yourself. I mean, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody set themselves up for an adventure and then fail because not only do they not have fun, that bit of shame and vulnerability stays with them for years and months for sure, but maybe even years. I remember being, uh, I was a big uh, baseball fan when I lived in that Bay Area. I was at one of the San Francisco Giants game and they had this little uh, bungee jump phenom hooked up where people would climb up this very, very long ladder at the top of this um, large piece of equipment that would then, if you could jump from the bungee, would be certain not to allow you to smash your head into into the floor. And I mean, people were careful about monitoring that I'm sure but a couple people did it and the cheers were all around the stadium and then this one gentleman he gets up to the top and you can tell he's just paralyzed with fear and he literally will not let go and after 15 minutes of all of us screaming you can do it you know he he finally drops his head and walks back down the ladder and I I know man when we're when we're doing that when we say no I can't, even though people are telling you it's going to be safe and you and you know it's going to be safe, that creates an even like an enzymatic reaction on increasing our self-doubt. And that, again, is drama. So remember, we're here, you know, we're really here for a purpose. We may not know exactly what our purpose is. And I'm I'm thankful I have a strong identity with that. But that's because I'm I'm really working on listening to what it is I'm supposed to be doing. And when you when you elect to say, I can make a difference on this planet, I can make the world a little better place, I can help a few people, I can, you know, I can do some stuff that takes some courage. And I have to believe that I'm able to walk into that room and give that talk or walk into that space and negotiate a, a a contract or walk into that space and make a friend out of somebody I've never, never met before. That, when when you say no to that, self-doubt has won. And now that drama is what keeps you from moving in the direction that you really, really want to achieve in life. Whatever the heck it is, it doesn't matter. And so my, my message to you guys today is remember to speak up and, and to get up. Because when you when you decide that you believe in something strongly and you can even 
voice that opinion in the face of someone who might think differently, not to say you're right or they must understand, they must believe you, but just to say, hey, I'm looking at the world a little differently than you. It's interesting. I, I find your opinions um, interesting. I'd like to know why you feel that way. And I'd sure like to tell you maybe why I look at it differently. But if you don't speak up for what's inside your heart, that self-doubt that keeps you silenced will be that thing that keeps you from being the person you want to be. And in my case, you know, being the best healer I possibly can be. When I'm working on a patient with a very stiff spine, if I let self-doubt poke in, I'm not very effective in moving things in their body. I, I tend to stop short. I don't get the work done. And I see that that self-doubt is the drama that keeps me from furthering uh, along the line of my purpose, in this case, help, helping people heal. So whatever your purpose is, I'm not saying that you should be arrogant and think you're capable of anything. You should be prepared. You should be ready. You should have been studied. You should have talked to people who know what, what it is you want to accomplish and, and be prepared. But once you are, man, you got to believe in yourself because God does. And you, as I say, are made wonderfully at a level that I hope one day I can even get a glimmer of using most of my potential, just like all of us. we If we could just get a glimmer of using our potential, it would be extraordinary. And of course, I was listening to a friend of mine the other day who's a successful podcaster, and he said, you know, What's so interesting is that when you start to do what you know you need to do and you have to do it beyond um, what's easy, you know, ha having to step up to courage, he said, it's it gets to be such a high when you're successful. Um, it, it's a high when you complete it. It's, it's contagious and others around want to jump in and then you yourself want to maybe take it to another level to perhaps get more authentic, to get more honest, to take a bigger chance, to make a bigger investment in, in your career or your future. So then to recap, I would say that the number two, the number two, a list on what creates drama is self-doubt. I promise you, you will feel it for the rest of your life, but you can choose something different. All right, then I hope that was helpful today. And I'm really having fun with this series. I want you to be thinking about when in your life you felt that doubt, but you did it anyway, and how cool it was. Or when you felt that doubt and you crawled inside of yourself and said no. And then that feeling of trying to pretend in your head it was okay. After all, yeah, that was okay not to do that. Believe in yourself, pick as I do. All right, you guys have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks for spending 15 minutes with me. My website, pearsonmurray.com, includes an awesome, if I don't say so myself, online classes I teach on chronic neck and chronic back pain, really designed to give you tools to kick your own pain. If you want to play on the civility workshop with us, you'll find the Zoom links on that resource page as well. Pick up my book, Eight Minutes to Ageless, for someone who's driving you nuts, moping around, feeling sorry for themselves. If you want to watch online videos of the active content of my book, go to 8minutestoages.com. Of course, a great review of this podcast is always appreciated and even better to share it with a friend. Hope you have a terrific day.